Here's Johnny. <laughs> Welcome to my world, bitch. Hi, I'm Chucky, and I'm your friend to the end. Heidi ho <laughs> And when you're down here with me, you float down. You like scary movies? Uh huh. What's your favorite scary movie? What is up, everybody? I am one of the hosts, the 4K Bad Guy. And I'm another one of your hosts, Mr. Wentes. What's up, guys? I am Juan, and I am joined here by these two fellas. You guys got to sound, sound a little bit more lively. It's Wednesday. It's horror movie night. It's it's a podcast. How excited are you guys? You guys excited? I'm excited guys, on a Wednesday. On you guys don't seem excited. It's, it's Wednesday. It's, it's the middle of like with the midweek. <laughs> the best day of the week. The, yeah, it's hump, it's, it's hump it's day, hump, man. Yeah, hump day. Who go you go you humping one? Two more days until that glorious Friday. Ooh, glory, it's a glory hole, glorious yeah. Friday. Doing some orgasms. <laughs> Speaking of today, it being a glorious day. Today is. We have a birthday today, right? Hell yeah. Happy birthday, Nick. No, I'm just messing with It's my birthday. Happy birthday, Nick. <laughs> Come twice a year. Just like I do. Um, no, it's my uh, lovely Coles over here. The guy with the... Oh, the real nice one? It's your birthday? <laughs> <laughs> Again? No. <laughs> Mr. Go, go ahead. Go ahead, bad guy. Anyways... It's a big happy birthday to Mr. Fuentes, the sexy calls that I do the show with, that Juan gets to do the show with, the rapper, the Egg McMuffin of rappers. The Egg McMuffin of rappers. This is going to be my new hairstyle every time I go on stage now. You are the pancake of Armit Griddle. Ooh. Mm. Am I the uh, the bacon to your Baconator? <laughs> 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 Did you have some, uh, what was it, uh, Wendy's? Wendy's not to show chin! <laughs> would you, uh, what you do to celebrate? You do anything fun yet, or are you holding that for the weekend? Um, I, I got to spend some time with, uh, actually, uh, Nick, uh, Franco, and the other, some of the other Ema Sawa guys, uh, yesterday, and got to eat some chilies, and just chill with friends, um, Yesterday we did our uh, 1,000 uh, subscriber on YouTube uh, women's march. <laughs> I guess that's nice. the best way to explain it. Um, but there'll be a video up soon on uh, Emosa Wall Production, so make sure y'all go to uh, that and subscribe because uh, there'll be a fun um, video of uh, me in a dress and Franco in a dress with a wig, and uh, it was fun times. A lot of uh, I didn't know what to expect, honestly, um, going, like, walking around downtown Corpus Christi. Um, but it was a lot of positivity. It was really nice. You know, a lot of people congratulating us for hitting 1,000 subscribers. And, you know, uh, we had a honk if you think we're sexy and people were honking and things like that. Like, <laughs> it was good times. Um, I really enjoyed it. I was thoroughly surprised how well uh, everything turned out. Um yeah, I think uh, I don't think it got caught on video, so I guess I have to say this right now. So like, 
I used to do a lot of open mics at House of Rock in Corpus Christi, and they happened to be doing an open mic that night. And whenever I went in there, uh, I haven't seen the guy that runs open mic in like, I want to say two, two years, you know, since COVID and everything hit um, because I had to shut things down. And then they just got open mic kind of going the last maybe six months or so. And anyway, so I'm standing in the back in, you know, full dress with a wig on. And the guy that's hosted on stage, he's like, Mr. Fuentes, is that you? <laughs> it just called me out in the middle of this big, I mean, it wasn't a huge crowd, but it was hilarious. Everyone just turns around and I'm just like, yeah, dude, it's me. <laughs> um, yeah, it was, it was good times. <laughs> Nick, you didn't have to uh, partake in the, uh, the one dress challenge? The what? Dress challenge. Yeah, you didn't. Yeah. Did, you, did you? You didn't go marching. I went marching, but doing something else. I oh. put some work. Uh, recording. He was. He was the. He was the videographer for the. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Man. Well, I'm excited to see that video. Hopefully, it drops soon. It. It should. Uh, Franco's pretty good about that stuff, so it'll be nice. I mean, one thousand. Uh, we're almost at one thousand two hundred. Yeah, I think it jumped an extra hundred uh, just overnight. It's overnight. <clears throat> yeah, um, but sounds like everyone had a, a good time. I mean, uh, did you did you say what you did over the weekend? One over the weekend, uh, I did not do a lot other than uh, getting caught up on some some TV shows. Um, I got caught up on uh, House of Dragons, She-Hulk, um, and then uh, yeah, just uh, She-Hulk. Yeah, yeah. I only got to see the first episode. <laughs> I know it's already three and going to be four pretty soon. Yeah, but... yeah. The fourth one comes out came out today. It, it wasn't too bad. I mean, a lot of people are knocking it for the bad CGI, but uh, I'm laughing while I'm watching it. So it's it's funny. It's a good time. You're laughing at how bad the CGI is. No, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm getting caught up and laughing with, you know, how funny uh, the actual actress is and, and the kind of chemistry she has with pretty much everybody that comes in contact with her. I've, I haven't seen her playing anything else. Um, and then House of Dragons is just getting really good. And I heard episode three is really good. And uh, if you guys are like Game of Thrones fans, I think you'll really enjoy it. So nice, nice. that's well, all I did the weekend. Yeah, I had to, I felt like I needed to cut down on my subscriptions. So I was like, what next Disney Plus thing's coming on? They're like, She-Hulk. And I was like, all right, I can cancel for now. Yeah. <laughs> and then Disney Plus Day is uh, this weekend. So, you know, they're going to be pushing out a bunch of extra stuff. Hocus Pocus comes out at the end of the month. Yeah, so. I might have to resubscribe just to check it out. Yeah, I'm not like a huge Hocus Pocus fan. I just want to see if they, if they keep the... this. The, to me, Hocus Pocus is one of those, like, I don't want to see how cult. bad they aged. I don't want to say cult classics, but you know, whenever they come up with a sequel, it's either going to like bring up the past one that's going to kind of make it stay like where it's at, or it's like almost like, oh man, this is so bad. Like, why did y'all even decide to do this? Um, you know, and I, I feel kind of bad sometimes for these actors because, like, you know, they sign contracts, I assume, you know, before they even like see how everything's going to look in the end. They're just like, hey, here's a script. This is what we think it's supposed to look like by the time we're done. Um, I mean, do y'all want to get in or nah, you know, or whatever. Yeah. And like and the then, yeah. 
And then they're like, yeah, sure. And then they see the final product. They're like, oh my God, this is an abomination. Like, why <laughs> did I even like, it's not even worth the money you're giving me right now. Uh, or there, or maybe some of them are just like, I don't care, man. You just filled my pockets, bro. I'll do whatever you want me to do. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like it's tough being in one of those kind of situations. Um, especially with these older sequels when they try to come out with them. They get paid well at the end of the day. I think I think so, you know. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see what, what, what it turns out to be. But today's pick is a, is a little unorthodox. Um, it's not really a horror movie, but, uh, you know, you, you guys gave me the green light, and I was like, let's know, do it. Let's do little Nicky. Adam Sandler's birthday is Friday. It's it's technically got to do with the devil, right? There's some kind of horror aspect in this movie. So Yeah, there's monsters. There's there's horny birds. Um, horny birds. <laughs> you know, mm. there's, uh, there's gore, you know. Mm. There's murder. <laughs> I mean, it all it has all the aspects of a horror movie, just not in horror movie form. When you go to check up the what it's under, like the genre, or whatever it's, it, it goes comedy. And on the side of it, it, it says romance also, which there's a there's a romance, but it's just like it's very minor within the movie. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, no, I'm excited to talk about this one because, like, I haven't seen this since I was a child, and now, like, looking, thinking about it in my child brain, and thinking about it in my adult brain, like, I kind of have a lot to to talk about because it's just like, oh, I kind of see why it has a 21 in Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> but at the same time, it's like your, your nostalgia always takes over when you watch movies like this because. I mean, I watched this when I was really young. I'm sure a lot of y'all did too, or both of y'all did too. Um, even though you weren't supposed to, mm. most likely. <laughs> hey, Juan, you want to snap us? Yeah, um, we're going to talk about Little Nicky. So after two of the devil's three sons escape hell to wreak havoc on Earth, the devil must send his third son the mild-mannered Nikki to bring them back before it's too late. Um, starring Adam Sandler, Pat Patricia Arquette, Harvey Keitel, Rife Fiennes, Tom Lister Jr., Rodney Dangerfield, Alan Covert, uh, Peter Dante, um, and written by Adam Sandler, Tim Hurley, and directed by Stephen Brill. Uh, Reese Witherspoon is also in it. Dana Carvey, John Lovitz, um, Quentin Tarantino, Rob Schneider, uh, Oz, Ozzy, John Witherspoon. Yeah, Ozzy Osbourne's in it. Uh, it's your basic Adam Sandler movie, man. I mean, like he has all his friends come in and he puts together a hell of a cast. And uh, yeah, you know, uh, front as you brought up Rotten Tomatoes. It's, 21% on Rotten Tomatoes. IMDb only gives it a 5.3. Um, 76% by the Google users. And this movie made absolutely no money at the box office. Dude, I, I like right before this uh, podcast, I was looking up the budget and the um, the box office. And the budget was $85 million. And in the box office, they only got a return of $58 million. 
which is uh by all standard practices a bomb yeah um they didn't make more than they put into it um which i guess is something i wanted to talk about once we got more into the minutiae of this um podcast but you guys can check it out if you haven't watched it yet go check it out on netflix um they didn't show this much money any love on physical media it's only on dvd uh so yeah let's let's dig into it um this movie is either like you're either gonna like this movie or you're absolutely gonna hate it um i think it's just <laughs> way to like put the it best best description of this movie <laughs> yeah i don't well, i don't think there's anybody that's gonna be like uh it's fine you know or i don't think anybody's gonna just be absolutely in love with this film so mm -hmm. i'm biased though what do you guys think mm. what's your rating oh we're getting into it now <laughs> yeah out of five I'm, I'm gonna give this a four dang you gave it a four He's wow biased. Four. <laughs> okay uh i give it a 3.5 i am at 3.5 So okay, so why why do you feel like you're biased like on that on this like that, uh, I'm, that generous four you gave it? I'm a you know I could have gone higher too. I'm a, I'm a huge Sandler fan and uh -huh. I just I just enjoy anything that he does that he puts like his uh, his dedication into it. And you know what you're gonna get when you watch an Adam Sandler movie. Um, you're gonna get all of his buddies. You're gonna get some of his childhood heroes. You're gonna get a funny script whether you think it's outlandish or, or childish you're gonna laugh at least a few times um mm -hmm. you could you could hate adam sandler and i guarantee you one of his movies are gonna make you laugh at least a few times um there's there, there's a lot of cheese in a lot of his movies um and little nicky is is the same you know and this was right around the time where either, I, I guess you could say this is peak sandler like right around that late 90s early 2000s vibe so um Looking back at it, you know, this is the first time I've seen it, like maybe four or five years. There's a lot of things that I'd probably do different. Um, but I don't know. I, I just got to consider Little Nicky like maybe a classic of his that just people look at it like it's a, it's his redheaded stepchild. Like you got big names in here like Rodney Dangerfield, Harvey Keitel, even though he's only in it for a cup of coffee, Quentin Tarantino. Like those are some big, big names, um, and I think it was huge for him to get Rodney Dangerfield in the movie, even if it was just for like one scene, because that was like one of his biggest uh, stand-up comedian, like childhood heroes. So I, I just, I appreciate everything that he does putting into a movie, whether it's like, at the end of the day, it's either craptastic or it's it's funny. Craptastic. So, yeah. And he must have done something right because, I mean, twenty some odd years later, everybody still thinks that little Nikki is like almost it almost has like a cult following it's definitely a cult classic yeah, yeah. I, I find I, I love it because like kind of what you what you kind of were I think what you're trying to touch on which I like love about Adam Sandler because I love I love Adam Sandler as well like he's that that guy that when he came up he wanted to bring like all his friends with him and that's why like you always usually see the same faces in his movies that aren't usually in other movies or anything because He's just having fun with his friends. Like that's all he's doing. Like he's he's obviously making entertainment for people, but you know, in the end of the day, I guarantee you, him and his buddies get together, 
they'll get an old Adam Sandler fl flick that they all did together. They'll sit in their freaking homemade theater that they did themselves and just laugh their asses off watching themselves be dumbasses on a big screen. Like, that's the most coolest shit in the world, like, ever. Like, this movie, on top of that, because were that's what I was talking about earlier about the budget, is he made this movie because he wanted to make this movie not because he was trying to impress anybody, not because he cared about what anyone thought or anything. He wanted to make this movie with all his um, heroes, you know, all the people he looked up in comedy and stuff like that. Like, uh, I watched the Rodney Dangerfield, um, like, biography type of thing. And I think at some point, like, Rodney Dangerfield considered this one of his favorite um, cameos that he ever did in a movie because, because of Adam Sandler basically asking him as, like, um, almost like, like a, a, a I don't want to I don't know the word for it, but the the young into the master I don't really know the exact word for it, but you know he treated it like you know Roddy Dangerfield like he was this person, and Roddy Dangerfield was like one of the most humblest people in the in the world, and he was just like so like moved by it because he could tell that Adam Sandler like only did it because he felt like you know because he looked up to him so much, and so he like you know. It was one of his favorite cameos. And, you know, all the other actors that are in there, John Lovitz, I love John Lovitz, you know. Uh, and they're only, like, quick little seconds, but it was something that he wanted to do, which made it just really, really cool. And, um, yeah, in the end of the day, he made, he lost, what, $27,000 or $22,000, basically, in box office. And that didn't hurt, you know, Happy Gilmore, well, not Happy Gilmore, what's it called? Uh, happy Madison Productions at all. Like they, you know, they kept going forward. They kept thriving. They kept making movies. Like this didn't, this didn't hurt nothing. They didn't care because they're making movies for fun. That's what I like love about this, the whole idea of this movie and everything that it was. Sorry, I got really excited. Went on a rant. <laughs> no, you're good. That's yeah. We, I mean, we all, we all gave it a rating. Uh, like I said, you can go check it out on Netflix. Um, but yeah, Nick, what do you think? Well, I think it's um, some little nice revision. Um, it was mainly because of the Popeyes placement. Now nah, that's it's my bias <laughs> from that. <laughs> um, no, uh, it was nice seeing like a lot of the, uh, like you said, like you mix for uh, movies with. A lot of his friends. You even get to see uh, Rob Snyder come out doing his uh, "You Can Do It" type of stick that he does most of the most movies. Um, what do you guys think of character placement? Like the the roommate, the the two uh, devil fans, the dog, uh, Quentin Tarantino playing the blind uh, Christian guy or the the, the blind uh, holy guy. <laughs> Um, for the longest time, I forgot and I didn't know that that was Quentin Tarantino up until I, I came up, so until, up, up until uh, a few years ago when I became a huge Tarantino fan. I'm like, dude, that's just even even today with movies like Who Be Halloween, anybody who's everybody wants to be a part of Adam Sandler's like just crazy mythological world, whether it's like something crazy and professional like Uncut Gems. Or whether it's something that he just puts together, like uh, Hustle. I don't know if you guys seen Hustle earlier this year on Netflix, but 
dude, any and everybody wants to be part of something that he does. Um, and they don't care whether it gets bad reviews or not. Like he, he's just, I've, I've so much that I've read is just like, he's just an awesome person to work for. So, and I think that's like Fuentes points out, that's just like some of the passion that he puts in all of his movies. He doesn't care as long as he's having fun. I like, I, I truly believe he would like give up every dime if he knew that everyone was having fun making movies and he didn't make no money off of it. What'd you guys think of, uh, their, their dad, the devil? I, he was good. I mean, uh, it was funny. Then this is a, like I said, this is like a, a different movie from you guys that are watching or listening that, you know, this is a lot different from what you guys are mostly trying to review, but there's not really like a death count or a kill count. If anything, you just see little Nikki, uh, die like a handful of times so he can go back to hell and either try to talk to his dad or he gets hit by the train or the bus by accident. So <laughs> I think it took me like the second time. Cause I kind of watched through it like twice and the second time, whenever he gets hit by the bus uh, and the blood splatters on that guy, I noticed like the 666 on his shirt and a blood splatter. And I was like, oh, I didn't notice that the first time. That was pretty funny. Then he has a love interest in the movie played by uh, Patricia Arquette. She is uh, Valerie. She's also coming off of a pretty successful late 90s run. Um, what do you guys think of uh, Valerie in the movie? It did really good. I, I I found that part hilarious. Like after they um, after he floats up and she's like, "Nikki, is that you? Just stay right there." <laughs> Just like, oh, she like you know misses him, whatever, and pepper sprays him. I was like, why? Why are you so mean? Why would you tell him to stay there? <laughs> Um, oh, that's that's after he has the run in with uh, with nipples, nipples. <laughs> uh, yes, yes, uh, that scene. I was like, nipples, the guy with the boobs on his head, but no, nah, it's another that's another character <laughs> that's boob head. <laughs> What'd you guys think of the two evil brothers played by uh, uh, Tom Lister and uh. Rice, Adrian, and uh, Cassius. Uh, I thought it was awesome. I thought they they were perfect, like brothers. I thought it was pretty funny that like, which I guess you don't really see uh, Adrian's like full like mental battle. But the really buff guy was also the really strong guy. It seemed when it came to mental fighting as well. Um, which was pretty funny that he was he was strong in both like bulk and like brain basically like he couldn't think but he could brain fight I guess <laughs> he wasn't as smart as Adrian, which I don't know if in this world they're one and the same you know you could be better at brain fighting but not better at thinking or at smart you know I don't know does it have to do with your devil energy maybe he just has a whole bunch of devil energy and that's why his brain. You know, fighting is a lot better than, you know, his thinking power. <laughs> I don't know. Did, um, you get, did, did you guys have anything negative that you wanted to point out towards with, with the movie? Like, uh, negative. Hmm. 
And I, I think the reason the budget was so high is because of all the music that's in the movie. There's a lot of music placement. Yeah, I <laughs> think like... I think the soundtrack was probably more than uh, probably the, it should have been. Don't get me wrong, I love the music and all of it, but there's a lot of like music placement in the movie that you're just like, oh, there's where your budget went. Hey, a lot for the, uh, was the Incubus, pardon me. Yeah. Well, was there like a whole, <laughs> was there really no lyric, really much lyrics to it? Worlds Collide was in there for like <clears throat> a few. And then the Chicago uh, song. Well, they play two tracks. And that's that's usually with like a movie that has like a a big budget towards soundtrack is like they're never probably gonna get most of that back. I know I think recently um The Suicide Squad is one of those movies in two thousand sixteen that just like blew up at the box office, but it doesn't look good on paper because the the, the money tw- the budget towards the soundtrack was unbelievable. So I think that's where this that this movie got hurt. Oh so. interesting. Yeah. Do you ever just uh, pull out like playlists from movies that have like the album, whatever? Oh yeah, 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 all the yeah. time. Jennifer's Body, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to think like what movies I actually gone to. Yeah, all the time. Um, I didn't like. I mean, even though it's kind of like a classic opening, I guess the John Lovett scene. Where he's doing this, the peeping Tom on the mom, and he's you know, my diddly d are those things for me? Like even though it's so cheesy, so much, so many years later, I'm just like, oh, it's a little, it was a little uncomfortable to kind of sit there and watch, but just because of how like how really pervy he was, but it was still funny. <laughs> oh yeah, he played that part so good. He's playing himself. That's <laughs> really yeah. Life. That's what it feels like. He's he's too good at this, man. Yeah, right. Like he's had practice. You can tell <laughs> he's so. done this before. Uh, hey, kid, yeah, go downstairs so I can. <laughs> he just like walked around like city blocks, like looking in trees, trying to find Peepy Tom's. And then when he found one, he's just like, "Just keep doing your thing. I'm he's gonna got, take notes." <laughs> he's got his own picnic basket up there, which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> oh yeah, you know it's funny because like. Sometimes you have to realize that these movies are like, um, they're not like real adaptions to life, you know, when you really think about it. So, like, my first thought was just like, he has a picnic basket, he has like a wine glass, and all this shit. Like, how are you supposed to escape if she sees you? Like, <laughs> you can't leave without a trace. Like, what if you drop your picnic basket, man? The, uh, uh the pineapple Hitler scene. <laughs> the yeah, I was, I was about to mention that a second ago. Like, you know, that was the, that to me, that was the only like bad guy cameo, you know, real life bad guy cameo you see is, you know, them like shoving a pineapple up Hitler's ass. Um, which, you know, I, I didn't really think about it until right now, but Adam Sandler is Jewish, right? He is, which I think is so hilarious about the entire yeah. situation. Yeah. Okay, that makes more sense now. Yeah. Why you was shoving pineapples up in your ass? <laughs> and I'm like, even in a world where people will find bad taste in anything, like it's Hitler and it's a pineapple. It's it's hilarious. And then he he gets out like this little pear-sized pineapple, and 
you know, old dad's like, nah, you got to get one bigger, son. And he picks out a he picks out a bigger one, which I think is funny. But, you know, speaking of this movie does have a whole crap ton of cameos. Um, the street vendor played by John Witherspoon, you know, he died recently in the past few years. He was best known for uh, the dad and Friday and next Friday. Um, Reese Witherspoon um, has a cameo. Uh, Rob Schneider, like you guys said, is the townie. Quentin Tarantino. Um, Dan Marino is even in there. The old uh, Miami Dolphins quarterback from the NFL. So this movie, like, just, yeah, a crap ton of cameos. Do you think the cameos were fine and funny? Or do you think they were maybe too much? What do you guys think? Mm, like I said before, I just think he was trying to have fun with the movie. He's like, whoever yeah. wants to jump in, yeah. jump in. And it's just like, Sure. You know, I'm pretty sure he just picked up his phone and just like called a bunch of people. Was like, "Hey, I'm making this movie called Do you want to? <laughs> you want to do a cameo? No, okay, bye. You want to do a cameo? Mm. Yeah, okay, I'll write you in the script. All right, you want to do a cameo? No, all right, whatever. You know, and he just like whoever said yes, he wrote him in the script, and whoever said no, he, you know, obviously didn't. But one of my favorite scenes is the uh, where he traps. Uh, he traps uh, Cassius in the flask during the uh, Globetrotters game. Mm-hmm. That's like a real funny scene. The yeah. uh, That's the right. couple. No devil juice in here. <laughs> yeah, it's probably this devil juice Dad gave me. Dude, you do that so well. <laughs> <laughs> do you have to move your jaw? I do. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I, do. I, I, I do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ. That's great. Uh, yeah. Do you think that hurt his jaw? Like, you're doing this like the whole movie? <laughs> How many takes are you going to do like this the whole time? <laughs> he, I'm sure he had to, he had to have something. Maybe a couple... Maybe that's what the whole joke was with the pepper in it schnapps, like the, the the liquor. Maybe he had to have a little buzz to keep his mouth like that through the whole movie. I mean, because you got to admit, they were probably shooting that movie for at least 25, 30 days. He's going to yeah. do that for like, yeah. <laughs> Maybe he just angled his face the right way so he didn't have to Popeye's do that. Popeye's chicken is fucking awesome. <laughs> let it slide down your throat. <laughs> Um, I'm from the south. Deep south. Deep south. <laughs> the uh, the actor who uh, let him move in, Alan Covert, which I think in in a lot of Sandler movies he doesn't get enough like attention. I think, um, but I think he's a really really funny guy. Uh, what do you guys think? The the overweight, ball headed actor in the movie. I think he he obviously was like everyone plays a, has a role. He's obviously the dry humor kind of guy, the guy that didn't really like stick in, but you know, yeah. kind of the outcast. But I think he played his I think he played his role, you know, proper. You know, yeah. <laughs> drinks, his, the, his, drinks the soda. It tastes like Pepsi. Yeah, <laughs> and like his his he, he was mostly upset, and that scene was funny in particular because he was he was real strict about no dogs, but he's like you know. Are you about to drink my Coke? Yeah, he was more upset about the Coke than the dog. 
So. Did you but. just talk? No. <laughs> um. Yeah, I think you know it. It it's one of my favorite things about the movie. But like, I could see like how it could be a negative, but like how almost discombobulated the whole like story is and how like everything like transpires from beginning to end because it's like he's obviously trying to shove a bunch of slapstick in there like just little things that are funny uh throughout especially like with cameos and stuff like that being thrown in and it kind of makes it like a big old jumbled mess you know while you're watching it but it's like a big old funny jumbled mess so it's just like if you don't have that kind of intention span like i can see how it could get really annoying really fast you're just like okay like now something else dumb is gonna randomly happen and oh here's something else dumb that's randomly happening um but i mean in my my jumbled up messed up brain it's like oh this is all hilarious you know and like i said part of that might be nostalgia just because i remember watching it so much as a little kid um and then, like, watching it again, you're just like, oh, yeah, I remember when that was funny. That was well, I also think with movies like this, there has to be a time and a place where you can you can turn on that part of your brain and nitpick and pick apart a movie. But then when you watch something like this, I feel like you have to just turn all that off and just have fun. Just watch it, yeah. yeah if you can't have fun with a comedy like this, then... It's hard to say, but I think you're broken. I think you're broken. Yeah. <laughs> like if you can't laugh at a movie like this, you might have to just, you know, hit the recharge button, take a vacation. Yeah, definitely. Um, and that's, what, I mean, I think I've talked about this before in past podcasts, but like if something makes you smile or something just makes you forget about the mundane world you live in every day, you know, it may not be perfect. It may not be the greatest. But if it did that for an hour and a half, even an hour of the movie, then I think it did its job. You know, I think the movie did what it was supposed to do. It made it took you out of reality for a little bit of time and gave you something different to think about, something different to um, be happy about or laugh about or even like, you know, question, you know, why did they do this? Why did they do that? You know, it takes you out of your personal things and what's going on. Um, you know, I hear it a lot of, you know, people that when they lose like a loved one or something, they'll watch movies because, you know, that's just something that keeps your mind off things like that, you know? Yeah. It's, um, I don't know. It, to me, it's always worth it. You know, if you can uh, lose yourself for a little bit, you know, watching a movie and this is kind of one of those movies you, like you said, you have to let yourself just enjoy it. Let yourself, you know, be in, in, Braced by the funny and like what he's trying to do because it's just trying to entertain. It's all he's trying to do. Like there's nothing really more to it except entertainment. It's not supposed to be a freaking masterpiece. It's not supposed to be you know a classic or I mean technically it is in a sense, but it's it's not supposed to be some kind of like crazy masterpiece. It's supposed to be something you just watch, you smile, and then you get on with your day and hopefully you'll think about the guy that had boobs on his head and you just yeah. about it, you know. <laughs> I think you wrapped it up perfectly. Like that's 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 pretty pretty good. Uh this is a movie that I just went into also and just watched and enjoyed. I didn't nitpick, I didn't take any notes. I just put it on and enjoyed the hell out of it. So yeah. I agree. So 
What about you, Nick? Who was your favorite? Did you have any favorite aspects or just um, a particular scene that you were just like, this is hilarious? <laughs> or <laughs> whatever you want to say. I mean, really, it was just like the majority of the movie itself I enjoyed from start to finish. Um, I really can't really narrow it down to a particular scene. Um, but just to draw a random scene, uh, it'd be whenever they, uh, him and uh, his friend, uh, the dog, when they're eating Popeye's together, <laughs> mm-hmm. just, like, just, just bite it and you swallow, or they swallow it. <laughs> it's like, don't choke. Just don't choke, man. <laughs> or just uh, the silliness of uh, how often he kept dying <laughs> from the trains and bus. Uh, from even towards the end, like he has to get back. So I have a Harry Harry Winkler, right? What's his name? Mm-hmm. He gets stung by bees. He already got stung by bees, and it just uh, unleashed more bees on him. So sorry, Harry Henry, and then yeah, let's smash him over <laughs> over his head with a big old rock. It's, it was very. It was a very poetic scene. Another funny scene is uh, like when he uh, turns his head all the way around, and the other guy's like, "How do you do that?" Um, they lace. They uh, lace. Did you do the, all uh, the voices in this movie so well? They lace the. Uh, You've been practicing for years. I have been. This has been like twenty years in the making. <laughs> do that voice again. That one guy. How do you do that? <laughs> Um, yeah, I guess uh, me and uh, Juan kind of talked about our Adam Sandler. Do you do you particularly like Adam Sandler movies, Nick? Uh, just a few movies, not really a whole lot. Oh, he's officially done. Get out of here! <laughs> Get out of here! <laughs> hey, he's Stop. not for everyone. He's not for everyone. He really isn't. I know people that just like cannot stand Adam Sandler movies. I'm just like, dude. But see, I think that's the thing. You know, um, to me, I see kind of Adam Sandler a little like Adam Sandler and like me and like some of my friends. Like we do goofy shit together. And, you know, or maybe that's the kind of friend you want is friends that you can do goofy shit together. So you respect, you know, stuff that Adam Sandler does. but like it's just like your friends, you know. If your friends make artwork or something, you usually tend to be like, "Wow, everything you do is amazing." I don't know why you're just not like so much more popular. Like you're you're an amazing artist. Like why aren't you why aren't you out doing bigger things, you know? And to everyone else around you, they're just like, "Yeah, it looks mediocre. I don't know why you think it's so great." And it's like, "Cause it is. Like why wouldn't you think it's great?" But you have a, like a connection with that person, and some people just don't have that connection. Um, and that's fine. I'm just saying that, you know, some people, they don't resonate the same way. And I think that's, at least for me personally, why I like the Adam Sandler movie so much is because I, I resonate with what he he built and what he was trying to do and everything that he did. Because um, I know Little Nicky's not a masterpiece, but it's definitely like my type of humor. I definitely enjoy it. Um, same thing with any of his other movies. Um, 
I almost said Forrest Gump, but that's a totally different thing. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, uh, Billy Madison, uh, but, shit, I already forgot the golfy one. Uh, Happy oh, Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. Uh, you know, Big Daddy. Uh, Big Daddy, you know. Um, a lot of the newer ones, I, I haven't really vibed as much. I mean, besides his like more serious ones, obviously he's um, trying like different things or getting to more serious uh, movies. Uh, but a lot of his old classics, like when he tries to make comedies, like I didn't really like. Uh, I think it's Hubie Halloween. Hubie yeah, Halloween. when he when he started doing stuff for Netflix, I mean Netflix pretty much made him almost a billionaire. But when he started doing stuff with Netflix, is kind of where I kind of stopped watching. Like ridiculous six um it was just some of it was just a little too outlandish for me yeah and it's i felt the same i like i tried to watch them because i'm i was you know been a big adam sandler fan for a while and i'm just like oh that one didn't really hit like the other ones did you know did you watch his uh stand-up netflix special no i didn't even know he had one yeah it came out like two three years ago when he had the whole uh phone phone wallet keys song Oh, I think I, I heard about it, but no, I never watched it. Yeah, it's like an hour long. <clears throat> it wasn't bad. He has a Chris Farley song at the end. It'll make you cry. Yeah, I, I remember people talking about Like, when that came out, I remember talking about it. I was like, I can't watch this because I'll cry too. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I mean, um, anything bad. I'm trying to think of anything bad. I mean... I try, like I said, the part of my brain that could see why other people would see it bad, you know, the kind of crazy, chaotic, you know, movie that this is. Um, but me personally, I didn't care that it was like that. I thought it just added to the funny because it was just, all right, we did something funny and now to the next part, you know. Um, it didn't like dwell on anything really. It just kept making like slapstick kind of like scenes and move scenes going through. Um, Nick, do you, uh, you you well you kind of said you're you know you're not the biggest fan like even though you gave this movie like a three point five was there anything that you nitpick or you could thought was trash maybe trash <laughs> uh he's like the devil needed to be more scary I mean he he, <laughs> he could have been more evil really <laughs> but yeah it made his one of his sons look more evil. Um, you've been in hell. I get no respect. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it wasn't a long movie at all. It kind of just went through. Maybe just the the constantly of him dying over again. <laughs> just kept having to instead of just I don't know. Is there a movie that any of y'all have ever watched that y'all like? I, I think this is more of a child thing for some reason or a teenage thing, but that you like watch it every day for like months at a time. Big Daddy. You watch like Big Daddy like every day for a long yeah. period of time? Yeah. For me, it was, uh, well, one was Scott Pilgrim, the other one was um, Tenacious D and the Pick of Destiny. So I like every single day after school, I would watch that movie from beginning to end every single day and just like memorize that movie basically. Um, but I feel like this is one of those movies that you would like watch. You would watch it like two or three times and by the fourth time you'd be like, all right, I kind of kind of getting tired. And then you get the slump and then it just go back up again. You'd be like, yep. oh yeah, Adam Sandler. 
<laughs> like, you know, um, I yep. forgot there was, yeah, I, I don't know. I really, I really think this would be a, a movie that you, you would, again, I give it a 3.5 because I think just more of my brain just can only take so much like dumbness because <laughs> there's a lot of dumbness in this movie. Um, but I would definitely watch it again. Like just probably not so many times in a row, but that's why I brought it up. Cause in my brain, I was like, well, maybe if I did watch it, like, for a whole month every day i'd probably just really like this movie by the end <laughs> no it'd be the opposite probably it's like, i hate too, this movie too much of something is a bad thing <laughs> i don't know if you guys wanted to talk about taglines though but i i couldn't find really any um the only tagline i found uh is a giant tagline yeah uh uh being evil ain't easy he's never been to earth he's never even slept over another dude's house e i what the hell did i say if your father was the devil and your mother was an angel you'd be messed up too yeah i can't read the bottom of that i think it says be unafraid be very unafraid yeah is that what it says yeah yeah. He's never been to Earth. He's never even yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean taglines. <laughs> before before we go on, I just wanna say one of the the favorite, my favorite jokes in the thing. It's not even like the best joke ever. I just think it's hilarious because uh, one of my favorite things about this movie is they kind of like let Rodney Dangerfield like have its like little like kind of spotlight for like a few jokes here and there. And the think the one was just like, you know, I invented hell. Actually, the inspiration was from my wife. And then the guy started like laughing and he's like, hey, don't laugh over there, Chuckles. You look, you look like my wife. Only my wife was a little more hairier. <laughs> Oh yeah, and uh, or 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 he got sent to his room and he was like, "Can I take him with me?" <laughs> Dad, go to your room. Can I take him with me? Yeah. Hey, tits, go with Dad. go with Dad. Um, yeah, I don't know. Just that movie does bring back nostalgia. It's really, it's really, it's really nice to watch. Especially like when you see people you know have passed away, like Rodney Dangerfield and um, dude, what's the guy that plays the Friday Friday Dad? Oh, John Witherspoon. Yeah, I, I think yeah. I'm pretty sure he passed away yeah. as well. Um, to me, he's always going to be Grandpa from Boondocks and or from the Boondocks, but you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just, it's just yeah, it brings back a lot of nostalgia. Anyway taglines <laughs> but yeah those those are all the ones i found so i guess we can go to uh do you guys like the ending or how would you have uh how would you have ended it because uh, i mean it ends, it ends pretty good it ends like one of those movies where you've you know it sends out the little sentences of what everybody did after the movie, you know, Nikki and Valerie have the baby. Um, 
the two punk heads die and they get <laughs> Nikki's room. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. I mean, I think it it ends like an Adam Sandler movie should end. I guess you know. I don't know. It's really hard for me to think of a, it's a changed ending because. Yeah, I, I don't know. I really don't see any other. Yeah, I would I would have left it alone. Any other ending for this? Personally. But now, Nick, you're a uh, you're prestigious. Uh, Patrick Wilson. Oh, Patrick Wilson of the film. Patrick Wilson. Uh, that's it. It's a good, it's a good one. Out of all the, the given, the given for stuff. me is going to be Adam Sandler, but I'm going to say I'm going to ch- I'm going to take that off of him and give it to Harvey Keitel as a dad. I like Harvey Keitel. Who's the actor that plays uh, Adrian? Oh. Uh, Rias Efren. <laughs> Efren? <laughs> Adrian is your uh, Patrick Wilson of the movie? Uh, that's it. Yeah, that, that I was going to say the same thing. That Adrian was the guy I would have picked. Um as my Patrick Wilson in the movie. He just played that character so so well. Um like he was evil. He was he honestly was the perfect stereotypical devil, I thought. You know? He was uh he just wanted to cause mayhem. That was his only goal. You know. Um which, you know, it's kind of funny that like Adam Sandler tried to bring the uh the kind of light that there needs to be a balance, you know, that the devil has a role to play himself um, in keeping that balance and that this guy was even worse than that or not even worse than that, but just like even to play the devil, you have to have some kind of rule book and, you know, things contrary to popular belief. Um, I thought that was pretty cool. But yeah, I would say Adrian Patrick Wilson of the film. Oh. It's, it's all right. Are you ready to get into the next pick? Next episode. Let's pick it. Let's pick it. We're we going to record right now. I mean, <laughs> straight up. Let's do it. Um, so. Next episode. Uh, kidding, we're reviewing it right now, whatever it is. I, I didn't do any research where exactly this is streaming on, but I'm just going purely based because I think it's it's, uh, it's it's past due. Mm-hmm. It's, a, uh, it's a Zack Snyder film. Did you pull it out of your pants? Uh, the Justice League? No, it's not the Justice League, but Donna did. The remake. The remake. From 2004, I believe. 2004, Dawn of the Dead. Okay. Right? Is that 2004? It should be be HBO Max. (laughs) This is uh, part of the Snyderverse. 
Yeah. Yes, 2004, Dawn of the Dead. And... It's on Peacock. Peacock? Peacock? Yeah. Going into the... Uh, trying to run back the, the episodes. I don't think we've done a zombie film. So this will be a first. Yeah. You guys did Zombieland, didn't you? The new one? Well, I didn't. <laughs> Dang! Um, yeah, Zombieland. Dawn of the um, Dead in two weeks. Dawn of the Dead. What are y'all doing? Um, what are y'all doing next week for a UHD? Rob Zombie's Halloween Two. Rob Zombie's wait. Rob Zombie made a Halloween Two. I thought he yeah. only made one. Nope. He made another one. <laughs> you are fucking with me right now. There really yeah. is a second one. Yeah. I swear there was what? I have to go look it up now. Who the hell would let him do a movie? <laughs> <laughs> the uh, one scene. It's coming up, man. It's fucking coming up. Yeah. Halloween ends. And Rob Zombie's The Monsters. The Monsters. The are, you gonna, are, you, are you gonna watch that on Netflix or are you gonna day one pick that up I'm gonna on Blu-ray? It's just gotta just go into the collection. Yeah. Yeah. The monsters. <laughs> PG. I like weird, dis- disturbing shit, and I was I was heartbroken when the monsters was PG. I thought Rob Zombie was gonna put his own evil, sick, twisted mind. R rated. Yeah, I monsters. thought he was gonna make an R rated monsters. But... So see some some ass and yeah. <laughs> what the hell's going on there? <laughs> I thought you'd see like Herman Munster over there, like raping one of the local people. <laughs> oh, shit. But it's PG, so we'll see. It's PG. Yeah. You know, you'll probably get a director's cut down the line. This is a completely <laughs> different movie. <The> Herman edition. <laughs> Usually, you mean Rob Zombie makes his director cuts. Yeah. Um, and, so, yeah, I'm excited. But yeah, two weeks, Dawn of the Dead, September 21st. Should be fun. I'm definitely excited too for uh, in that same realm, uh, the Netflix series of Wednesday. Oh, yeah, Wednesday, right? Wednesday, yeah. Yeah. Jen Ortega. It's gonna be nice. And uh, Luis, is it Luis Guzman? Guzman, Chris, yeah. Christina Ritchie's in it too. It, oh, nice. She's yeah. the one who played the original Wednesday, right? Mm-hmm. Or at least in, I, I don't know about original, but in that, <laughs> one, in that one two movie film that we would call the original from our time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the original. So it wasn't there, there was another original. Nah, it's on canon. <laughs> um, but yeah. All right, Dawn of the Dead. Let's do it. All right, y'all ready? Okay. Welcome back, guys. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> Friday the 14th, I am the 4K bad guy. Uh, I am Mr. Fuentes, and that down there is the real Juan. He, uh, he's mute today for the podcast, so I'm going to speak all his opinions for him. See y'all later. Uh, <laughs> see y'all later. All you get to see is his facial expressions, so you have to watch us on YouTube or else... You don't know what he's even trying to, you know, communicate. Uh, hey, hopefully this will be a good watch and it won't be Yana the Dead. Yana the Dead? How dare you? How dare you just put, put some respect on it? <laughs> no, I, I imagine that one of these days that we do a surprise drop. Like, yo, what the fuck? I thought the stream was already over. You're doing another uh, review on top of another. 
We're going to do just a surprise. We got you. Surprise drop. <laughs> um, Double feature. Um, yeah. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, seeing the lovely faces on the side here. My beard. Um, happy birthday once again, Fuentes. Thank you. I don't know if you want to review your age. Maybe we just not. Thank you. I'm a generous uh, 25 years old for like the past seven years, maybe eight years. <laughs> 25. And still alive. That's 20 um, and 24. Sweet. Yep, yep. But no, it's a... Uh, been a good birthday i think uh you know seeing you guys definitely at the end of my day definitely made me smile doing this review was definitely good uh, i like when i get passionate about things and adam sandler is a good guy to get passionate about <laughs> it is true um but yeah no it, it's a good podcast thank you guys for joining uh again i'm mr fuentes and today well at least it was my birthday. I don't know if y'all will see this later on in life. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, for my birthday, go listen to my music. I'm on Spotify, Apple Music, uh, anywhere you stream or listen to music. Uh, just look up Mr. Fuentes or follow me on my Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Mr. Fuentes361. And um, speaking of 361, let's get down to the one and only. Uh, you guys can find a lot of my social media posts on the Instagram page. It's all one word, C-I-N-E-M-E-N, Movie Podcast. It's Cinnamon Movie Podcast. Um, physical media, life posts, um, but 99% physical media. So go check it out on the Instagram. Yeah, or facebook.com forward slash the Cinnamon Movie Podcast. We just had our uh, four-year anniversary episode this past Monday. We reviewed uh, Philadelphia. Monday, we're talking about the Black Phone. Um, yeah. And then we have a director from Australia joining us on Monday. So, Ooh. Yeah. It'll be That's 10 o'clock. Awesome. While it's 7 o'clock at night for us, it'll be 10 o'clock in the morning for him. So should be fun. Nice. Yeah. The power of technology. That's true. Nick, where can we uh, find your face at? My face, besides looking at it right now, you can uh, follow me at the 4K Bad Guy on Insta. You can follow our Friday the 14th podcast uh, Instagram at Friday the 14th podcast UHD. Um, let's see, I'm trying to think if there's another Rest of Tacos episode dropping pretty soon. I'm not too sure of that. No, there should be the one that we recorded recently. Recently. Oh, well, not really. Yeah, actually, I mean, I know Franco gets a lot of content, but it's every uh, Tuesday, Thursday, and Monday he drops wrestling videos? I believe so. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going a little blank at the moment, so I don't know what the next Wrestling Tacos podcast episode is. Um, but just keep it Keep your eye out. Till next time, guys. See you ultra. Bye. Bye. Game over. Being dead wasn't a problem. But being forgotten. Now that's a bitch. Surprise, Sydney. <laughs>
I can't come back if nobody remembers me!